All right, welcome back to the Foreigners and Strangers podcast. Here's the day where we're kicking off our series on Hebrews. Now, I'm going to do an intro episode today, and I'm also going to upload episode one where we go through chapter one at the same time. So as soon as you're done listening to this episode, the first episode will already be up. So that's really, really exciting. You don't have to wait. So I'm not just going through this intro with no content to substantiate. That being said, the reason why we have to do this intro episode without diving into chapter one like immediately is because there's so much behind it that needs to be said first. Otherwise, we're just going to be absolutely lost. So first things first, this is an anonymous letter. We don't know who wrote it for sure. Now, there is speculation. And during the second and third centuries, it was genuinely believed to be written by Paul. And it was actually included within the collection, the original collection of Paul's writings. Now... Only after, I believe it was Irenaeus, don't quote me on that, go ahead and fact check that, but I believe it was Irenaeus who first brought up the question of authorship. He's like, eh, I don't really think Paul wrote this. It doesn't really match up with his writing style. And that's when a huge discussion started arising that's been going on for, uh, you know, ever since, like 1800 years or so. To the point where nowadays it's almost universally acknowledged that Paul did not write this letter, and I completely agree. You just read Hebrews once and it's like, compare that to another one of Paul's letters and it's just, you can find similar threads if you really want to, but when it really gets down to it, there aren't enough similarities to justify Paulian authorship. Now, some will still claim that Paul could have written this letter in Hebrew while Luke translated it into Greek, and I guess you could think of it that way. I don't hold this view because whoever wrote this letter was clearly fluent in Greek and very Alexandrian in thought. And while Luke was obviously fluent in Greek, it just doesn't, the Alexandrian in thought does not match up with Paul at all. And Luke's work in Luke and Acts doesn't match up with the book of Hebrews either. What we do know about this letter is that it was written by a Jew to a Jewish audience, potentially in Jerusalem, but we don't know that for sure. And that's a fair assumption to make because it doesn't mention Gentiles at all. I I believe it alludes to Gentiles in some areas, but the numerous references back to the Tanakh just absolutely seals the deal in my mind. It's like this was absolutely written to Jews. Now, there are a few different theories as to when this book was written, and the dominant one for almost 2,000 years was that it was written before AD 70, and that was when the temple was destroyed. And the reason why people think this is because it refers to the temple in the letter with the present tense. It's like, Why would they refer to the temple in present tense if it was already destroyed? But recently, there has been another theory on this, that Hebrews was written as a homily to be read to Jewish Christians on the anniversary of the temple's destruction. And that was one of the days that they held. I wouldn't say sacred per se, but it was a day that they remembered. I believe they would have held the day that the temple was destroyed in a similar way that we hold 9-11. Now, regardless of this, the message of the letter does remain the same, and we will get into the content of the letter as we go, but the book is also considered to be a literary masterpiece. Now, with that being said, we as Christians constantly fail to realize the depth of the conversation of Hebrews. Like, from the first chapter alone, let me read it real quick, or at least the first few verses, but from this first chapter alone, we're left just thinking, what happened? What just happened? What did I read? All right, let's read verses 1 through 3 of Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, 
through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Now we're instantly plunged into this poetic description of Jesus sitting down at the right hand of God. And I fear oftentimes in Hebrews, we like to force our current theology and understanding of scripture onto the letter. And I feel like we do this because we don't understand the absolute depth that this letter is going to, because we're like, ah, scary literary analysis. Let's, let's just think what, what have we learned? Uh, what, what kind of theological doctrine can we shove into this just so we can understand it through our, through our own lens? And while there's some things we can understand in this way, bear in mind, most of us reading this today are not Jewish. Now, does this mean we as Gentiles? Well, I, I don't speak for everyone. I don't know who's listening to this, but does that mean Gentiles like myself can't take anything from it? Not at all. Because if we're to understand a living and active word of God, which we will get into later in Hebrews, there is always something that God wants us to learn from his inspired word. And I believe as Gentiles, we are going to gain a lot just from studying through this. And there is stuff for us, despite the fact that it may not have been written to Gentiles. We're going to be asking a lot of questions of what is God trying to teach us. So in this series, we're going to look through the whole conversation of Hebrews, and we're going to try to understand what the author is trying to teach. Now, I'm going to go through this chapter by chapter, and we're going to read every verse of Hebrews. And so it's going to be a very in-depth study. And uh, like I said, the first episode is already up. So you can listen to that on the podcast app of your choice, but also be sure to subscribe or follow, depending on what podcast listening app you're using, so you can catch every episode of this series. It all starts here. This is going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. But uh, I thank you guys for listening, and I will catch you guys in a moment. Music.